0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the dulcet tones of Mr. English.
1: Hello. Mr. Uh, that's me. That's me. Sorry. I'm supposed to, I was supposed to take the cue. When you said dulcet tones, that means I've got to talk, right? <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, I should we need have dumbed, to start it this down, again?
0: dumbed it down a bit.
1: Do we need to start this again.
0: Well, genuinely.
1: No, all right. no let's just go with it.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode eight of the English and Englishman show. And um, Mr. English, we've done some extensive um, preparation for this episode. Oh,
1: extensive, extensive. It's it was be it would have been three minutes, maybe nearly.
0: It's incredible. So let's let's get
1: the trusty timer going, ladies. Yeah, and you're the one who trusts the timer. I don't. That's okay.
0: For viewers and listeners, for we are available in both formats, uh, I am clicking...
1: I like your radio voice, by the way. Thank you.
0: It's It's actually... There is a a lady that... One or two ladies that seem to like my radio voice. And so... um,
1: Yeah.
0: There we are. I do understand. Um, I'm clicking start and we are off. So today, my friend, what are we... Just as a actually, just as a, as a quick aside, what have you really enjoyed this week?
1: What have the- I really enjoyed? I've had a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Um humanizing with video, humanizing the experience mm-hmm. of marketing. How does that sound? Pretty boring, eh? Pretty grand. <laughs>
0: Humanising.
1: Humanising the experience. Yeah, there's a tagline for you. We will humanise the marketing experience.
0: Yes.
1: Do you know, Mr. Darrell Griffin, that we have got a problem here? We've got a big, massive problem. Not we, you. You marketers. I don't consider myself a marketer, right? I'm a normal human being. But you marketers who are trying to sell to people like me have got a problem. Well,
0: can I just in defense. I'm, I, I haven't been to university. I don't have a marketing degree. I don't, you know, I actually come from a sales background, so.
1: That's I, even worse.
0: Well, I know, but, but let's be, let's be honest with you. So as a coach potentially, we all, we all come from the same shadowy corners of business. Don't we?
1: Ladies and gentlemen, our name is mud. absolutely true. So so we've got a problem here because I've got a problem as a coach and a lot of coaches that I've got. First, there are some awful coaches out there. Yeah. And they're coming in, they're charging, you know, bucket loads and locking people into long-term contracts that, and basically shouting at people. Listen, if I want shouting, if I want somebody to shout at me, like what do you think my children are here for? Like I don't need to go and pay somebody else to shout at me and tell me that I'm not doing good enough.
0: So, so actually what we're saying here is that we have some ground to make up. So this is something I've experienced, you know, as soon as this is why you no longer see people calling themselves salesmen. It's business development manager, right? Right. Because there's all of this baggage associated with the word sales right and rightly so in many instances I would have to say but there's also that baggage associated with being a coach or a marketer or a politician or a priest actually so what I, th- what I th- where the direction I think you're going with this is that the need for us all to take a step back from our labels and and get back to a more human
1: what Well, yeah, but here's the thing is that it's not enough for me just to get rid of, I'll get rid of the word coach because everybody's a coach these days and anyone can put out their shingle. It's not around getting rid of the word. The problem is that people are scared. They're scared because they're going to get trapped. They're going to get tricked. They're going to get manipulated. They're going to get convinced. And they're also scared they're also scared of your authority. If you know what you're talking about and I hesitate, I, I don't hesitate to, uh, to praise our let's, let's just praise ourselves for a moment here, Daryl. Yeah, yeah. We know what we're talking about. Okay. Not on the English and Englishman show. We never know what we're talking about there, mm-hmm. but we generally, when it comes to marketing and sales and positioning yourself and you know, we know what we're doing, right? You say that, though, and
0: that I I freely confess to one of my clients this morning that actually in the last 24 hours, I have learned something that I didn't know before. And that is around this whole subject of, you know, shifting from monologue to dog to become a more conversational, I won't call myself a marketer, but a more conversational business person, if you like, yeah, Getting past this this wall of separation. Yeah.
1: What we tend to do, and particularly on LinkedIn, but but I think this is generally on social media. I think it's true when you're applying for jobs. I think is that we try to put out put ourselves up as an authority, and so that famous thing that you see with a demonstrated history of working in the you know in the finance industry. Like, does anybody actually? Think oh a demonstrated history of working in the finance industry that sounds mm-hmm. like a good catchphrase to put in. Well, the thing is that what you what we tend to do is first establish ourselves as an authority. Hey, I know what I'm doing. Uh, these are the companies that I've worked with. These are, I've got loads of experience. I'm a problem solver, um, and we what we tend to do is establish our authority and that can scare people off and, but the other thing is not only about establishing your authority but that whole thing that you just said about conversation rather than declaration rather than hey here's my broadcast this is how you do things yeah yeah
0: i like that from declaration to conversation that's good
1: it's good you like that one yeah we're going to use that for the title for the show I don't think it's quite oh, it's not that good.
0: <laughs> that still needs a marketer's touch.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, listen. Okay. So here's the thing is that when we are making our statements, as I'm doing right now, are yeah. we making a statements or are we listening? Are we yeah. making statements or are we making conversations? So here is a switch that I have made very recently, and as you've seen from the statistics, and from the new business that I'm getting, knocking on my door, pounding down my door, is I've done it very effectively. What was it? I changed from being the expert to being maybe perhaps even a little bit more vulnerable, but this is not a tactic. This is simply, hey, here it is. I'm telling it, I'm telling it to you straight. And let's open up the conversation. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? That's an interesting question too.
0: Yeah. I'm i I'm a get to that. Um, so t- talk a little bit more about that vulnerability though, because I think that's something that instinctively for people in because we can we're conditioned from the time we pop out the womb to not be vulnerable aren't we
1: well i mean vulnerability is is people are being more vulnerable these days but my point here is that I am sharing much more, not so much sharing, uh, details of, you know, my personal life or anything like that, how I brush my teeth. Uh, but I'm sharing much more around, uh, around my emotions, uh, around, you know, that I cried on a call with a client, the client cried and I cried. And I'm sharing a lot more of that to really, and that's partly to, uh, to show another side of me and another side of coaching and the experience other than here is how we're going to map out your business. Here's how we're going to get your marketing in place. Here's how we're going to fix your sales. Here's how you're going to get your pricing right and so on.
0: Anthony English, the weeping
1: coach. The weeping coach you know, Daryl, I don't know if you've seen the fan mail coming in
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, for the e e show. But um, no. I, I, I suspect that you haven't, because it's not its, it's not a pretty sight.
0: I did it's read like,
1: the, the letter. They think they think that 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 you're being mean to me, basically.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: the twenty-minute timer, the trusty timer—they call it passive aggression, actually.
0: Well, they can call it what they like. <laughs> it's staying. Ah, uh? it's staying. <laughs>
1: But uh, Now, come on, Daryl, I'm a very sensitive guy, you know that.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, I do know that, actually. I know that, you know, I know you have your, uh, you know, you have your quirks and your (laughs) humour, but I know that, you know. My quirks? Privately, you (laughs) you and I, I mean, it's probably why we're able to do this, is that actually, privately, you and I have been very, Open with one another about things,
1: you know, for sure. Yeah, that's right. We, I mean, look, the temptation is always to put up the mask, right? Yeah, and to be saying, Hey, we're really rocking it, we're crushing it, and uh, and and not to share some of the struggles that we have. Yeah, you know, even some of the struggles that people have around sleeping. I don't have any trouble sleeping, but um, but. Around you know, around the anxiety, around having to deal with the family and having to explain to them after you come back from a meeting, and they say, well, "Did you make the sale?" Um, uh, no, yeah. And well, it's, so it's a
0: lot of pressure. It's interesting actually, because you know, if you were to speak to to Dan, who who you will know, I won't mention his surname. Um, he he would say to you that he was aware of me, but it wasn't until I wrote my article on burnout that he thought, no, I could actually, I could work with that guy, <laughs> you know?
1: Right. And that's, perhaps that's the point. I have never experienced a burnout or anything like that, but, um, and you know, I mean, I've got a, like a ton of energy and enthusiasm in my business. and I don't really have anxiety, um, around things. So in that sense, I'm probably a little bit less relatable than you. But perhaps um, it, it, it's helpful to, be re- to try to be relatable in other ways. It's...
0: But at the same time, mm. I mean, mm. somebody, somebody wrote to me just a few days ago about wanting to talk about that sort of subject mm. from a kind of an interview angle. Right. And, I, and, I, and I said to her, you know, really honestly, I'm kind of a little bit overwallowing it in, it, in it a bit, <laughs> you know. I don't want to keep revisiting it. I don't want to. I I like being able to empathise, but at the same time, I don't want to necessarily every post on LinkedIn to be be spilling. Oh, today, you know, I'm really struggling with. I don't want to. You know, that can also be fairly self centred as well.
1: Yeah. Well, so so it's. I mean, it's. It is. There are really two angles that I'm looking at here. So one is your authority. And the other one is, shall we call it relatability? And I think with both of them, I think particularly with the relatability, I think being able to open up the conversation for others is, um, is is really rewarding. It's really encouraging for them. And um, yeah, how do you do that? I think one way of doing it, somebody pointed out to me, I was doing posts and they were going great on LinkedIn, for example. And someone pointed out to me, they said, look, you people are not going to buy from you because you're clever. And I thought, oh, what? <laughs> it's, and it's not all about them buying from me anyway, but once I actually changed the conversation, I kind of left the open loop. Do you know what an open loop is? Can we explain that for our readers?
0: So my, my, my hunch is that it's, you know, though you may think to a point that you know, the answer to something you're actually inviting people to explore the theme with you rather than being prescriptive.
1: Yeah. So the idea exactly is that you give people a chance to discover for themselves. And so uh, take the example of a headline in a sales page. Uh, Yeah just how predictable is and I'm not, is it now, I'm not saying that you need to be clever or cute, but if it is just too predictable, Mm. um, then like you're going to lose them. Yeah. You've got to tease them a little bit and invite them into the conversation and just say, look, I really, really do, do, do want to know about this. I do want to, I do care. I I do want to hear. Yeah.
0: But this is, let me be honest with you, this is such a quantum leap from traditional marketing and all of the way, although I've not, like I said, I've I've not been to university, I don't have a marketing degree. I was in conversation yesterday with somebody who has and does, and she said, I cannot tell you how out of date the
1: the way that we educate um, people to market, you know? Well, we do want to put them through our sausage machine, don't we? Right? Yes. Hey, here's your website. You've got to have a contact page. You've got to have a free download, uh, you know, sign up for or contact me, a free strategy call, book a call. And we do, we do, we are really really hoping that they will come in through the front door and they will walk in and sit down exactly where we tell them to sit down.
0: But that's that's the customer as commodity mindset. Without being to be.
1: too clever. It's kind of like,
0: you know, so so at university we still teach people as if it's the industrial age. where uh, this is not the power of choice, it's still just a phone where I phone somebody up and go like there that's the problem. It's, you know, the people that, the people that, from, okay, looking at it from a marketing perspective, the people that you and I would want to speak to do not want to be spoken to as if we are marketing to them.
1: Well, people don't want to be talked down to. They don't want to be manipulated, convinced. Um, they don't want to be converted. Yeah. I mean, like, even the word conversion assumes that, hey, you've come into my store. Yeah. You're wandering around. Yeah. How can I lock you in so we can get you over to the till so yeah. that you can, you can check out like the, 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 I mean, I get why you do that on an e-commerce store, but once you're actually in a service business, yeah, it, just the whole notion of and copywriting con- conversion. Yeah. It, it's like you don't want to be here. Well, let's let's see if we can change that, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to buy. Let's see if we can convert you into a buyer. It's the whole notion itself is um, is talking at people or selling at them rather than talking to them.
0: Uh, it's just, and it's and it's right. And I mean, you know, that's why I, I, you know, often talk about marketing. Sales and marketing is completely you can kind of understand it kind of in the sales context. You can understand why there's this, I call it being transfixed with the transaction,
1: Hmm. you
0: you know, we can't, we're so focused on trying to convert that there is no room for any conversation.
1: And look, one thing that I've noticed lately, uh, I've noticed it a lot, and maybe it's just because I'm getting older. Now, don't, don't, you don't need to be commenting about that because
0: say a word, my friend.
1: Yeah, because what was it? Just speak up a bit. <laughs> because you're getting older as well, and well, so are you, the reader, viewer, listener, whatever they are, you're all getting older.
0: I've divided, I've divided opinion around this hair on my face. So, yeah, Some people say I'm, I'm looking. To, somebody commented the other day that I'm looking like some ancient Buddhist kind of you know
1: guru or something well yeah I can see the ancient side anyway so so we so the thing is that we are moving away from um from, from conversion to to a dialogue right yeah to a conversation yeah to being to opening up the um yeah, yeah opening up the conversation and helping people to see for themselves uh what i mean for them to come to the con- conclusion which is much better for them to see for themselves this is where we're headed mm-hmm. right this is this this seems like a an irresistible decision that i've got to make yeah and so getting to that, sometimes the shortcut, like I had somebody contact me yesterday uh, from India and he said, you know, trying to sell me Facebook ads. I ended up taking the call and listening. I was just so fascinated at their approach to cold, to a cold call that I ended up speaking, speaking or at least listening for half an hour. Wow. And I know that you probably are questioning whether I have the capacity to listen for half an hour. I did say some words and, they were trying to tell me that people are going to be searching for business coach. And then they will find you with our SEO and all of this. Mm. I said, well, what makes you think that the people who are going to be my buyers are going to be searching for a business coach? Oh, mm. well, you're a business coach. Yes, I am. But do they know that that's what they need?
0: No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. so
1: i suppose the thing here is 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 to introduce a bit of intrigue a bit of uh curiosity a bit of entertainment a bit of conversation i've just noticed this especially that those of us who are doing this yes thank you that's it's a real conversation starter by the way that end thank you
0: to quote mastermind from the uk circa 1970 uh, you've started, I've started, so I'll finish. I'll let you carry on with your. <laughs> I've started, so I'll finish.
1: I've started, so I'll finish. That those of us who are really opening up, not necessarily about vulnerability, but being able to say, hey, I don't actually want to be rich. Hey, I am not, I, I am struggling a little bit with this, or I've got a sick child, or I have, uh, I. I, I really don't like using, you know, these, these marketing tactics. Those of us who are doing this and having this conversation, we feel like we all know each other. We're part of the tribe. Yeah. That is the end of my rant That's good. today. Thank you.
0: I think next time it would be interesting to perhaps kind of, if we could give some examples or some, you know, what, what we mean by this, you know, what, what is sure, it?
1: Yeah, I can. okay, I can, we can certainly come up with some examples because I've got some very fun ones. In fact, I've made some fun videos with some, some people, with Olga, Olga Kirchenbaum, who's a good friend to this, to this um, show. I made some fun videos, really to try and humanize both of us. Yeah. You know? Yes. Because we're actually both robots.
0: Okay, well, share one of those in the next show. And yeah. in the meantime, let's let these good people go. Um, Mr. English, a pleasure as always to, um, join you on the show and, um, nice to know that you've got a shirt that isn't blending in entirely with the background.
1: I uh, would have to say that, uh, I showed a certain amount of delicacy here today and, uh, did not, uh, did not point out to the audience who hopefully are listening and not watching. I did not point out to them that your shirt is, um, there let's just say that is out there actually
0: hashtag i love daryl's fashion
1: sense oh that sounds that's a great hashtag <laughs> that'll go viral goodbye my friend see you later sir bye